It's a little extra Lambo. Coming to you from the Palatial Podcast Studios right here, South Hill, Spokane, Washington. I am just getting ready to record one of the last shows of the year. Today's episode, I have a couple text messages out to get a couple different guys on throughout the show. So we'll see if the phone rings and we'll we'll bring them on. How is everybody doing today? Right now, as I get ready to record this on a Thursday evening, it is a beautiful night here in Spokane. After having a little bit more snow, after dealing with a little more coldness, next week is supposed to be bitter cold. So it'll be a great end of the year. Looks like we will have a white Christmas. And um, I'm very excited for that. Christmas is my favorite time of the year. I'm glad to have most of my kids here. My oldest will be working and won't be with us. So that, that kind of breaks my heart. But I do have my other two, and I'm going to make the most of my time with them that I can. So very, very happy for that. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. This is the... Almost the end, I should say. The end of season two. We do have our New Year's Eve special. It is 9-11 Conspiracies. It will be posted on New Year's Eve, which is a Saturday. So that that Friday morning podcast will not come out. It will come out New Year's Eve. The show is already recorded. And I have on four, four, no, I'm sorry. I'm the fourth. Three great guys. Mr. Freedom Stick, Packing Patriot, Michael Three Rows, and we put together a great show for the 9/11 conspiracies. I thought it'd be a good, uh, you know, a good tie-in with how the year is, what we've all been talking about, what we've been going through the last year, kind of how most of what our government is doing, most of of the things that are going on around the world, I believe ties back all the way to 9/11. And it was a great show just to talk about the conspiracies that were out there. They are, we are not um, dogging on any of the survivors of the stories that are out there. We simply are just talking about the conspiracies in our opinions that are out there. Please, please take that as we're just having a conversation about the, the conspiracies that are out there. So there is a uh, a warning at the beginning of the show to to say what I just got done saying, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have another thing as well uh, to, to just explain it again. I, I want to make it very clear that that New Year's Eve show is just our opinions about the conspiracy theories, not about the truths that people have lived through the people that or the, that the people know and how they interpret what happened on 9/11. It has nothing to do with that. It's just a conversation four guys talking about 9/11 conspiracies. It is a great show. I have listened to it 3 times now and it is um I wish it could have been longer than what it was. But you start talking about something too long and then it kind of drags on and you know how that goes. You're in a conversation 
it's going great, but yet you keep saying the same thing over and over and over, and you lose that luster of being within the conversation. So I think the timing was great. I think everything that we brought up, or everything that I brought up, I'm the host of the show, that I brought up and how every how the three guys molded it into a conversation. The show turned out great. I'm very happy. And definitely, I didn't get any water. And definitely uh, looking forward to starting off season three after this show. When that will come, I don't know. It might be a couple weeks. I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to get my my house in order, my desk in order, my studio in order, and get everything set up for the next year. Like I said, I have all the music, I have all the intros, I have all the show programming. It is all set. It is all ready to go. I just want to get my mind right um, I've been doing a little bit more on TikTok than I have been putting out, uh, some information, putting out information on Facebook, Twitter, uh, doing a lot more Twitter than what I have in the past. And that's just because our president is just throwing up nuggets, throwing up softballs. And I have the opportunity to crush them out of the yard. Just doing what I do. Where I want to go next year. Where I want to go next year, I want to, I want to, and, and it's going to kind of tie in with today's show. Today's show is about connecting dots, and I want to bring, I want to talk about more of the, the next pandemic, and that might be how we start uh, the beginning of the year, because I've got some more information coming in than what I have right here in my notes. Um, the second pandemic. We've been told by Bill Gates, who has a shit-eating grin on his face. His, I don't know who this woman is beside him. She's got a shit-eating grin on her face. Our president has said, a second pandemic will come. We need all of this money. Many people have talked about this. Klaus Schwab has talked about this. Another pandemic is coming. We already know that at the University of Boston, they have already mutated the the. Uh, coronavirus into something that is more, more, I believe it's the Omicron variant. They've made it more to an 80% kill rate. It's a motherfucker. Is that what they're going to release on the public? Is that what they're going to release into the, the air, into the atmosphere, into however they do it? We already know that the first coronavirus was made in a lab. We don't know exactly where it originated from. There is speculation it was in Ukraine that got transferred to China. We do know that it did come from China originally, but where was it created? Was it created in the U.S.? We know that there's gain-of-function research. Dr. Fauci can lie his ass off all he wants. We know that it's done. It's already in, It's already been proven by a whistleblower. It's already been um, shown in the, in the writings, in the the what do you call those the manuscripts or the the tally sheets of the labs we we know that it's already been done we know that gain of function research has been done which is illegal he's lied in front of congress he lied in front of 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 um i can't think of his name we know that the that the congressman uh, ran paul uh, lied in front of him saying that he, there wasn't gain-of-function research. There wasn't. We weren't doing it. There's no funding for it. But then we find out, oh, yes, there was gain-of-function research. All of this funding was given to it. And then we have the coronavirus that we know. 
It was produced in a lab. It was released on the public. How are these people not in military tribunals right now? We know that there was mass murder. We know that there was mass genocide from this virus that was produced in a lab that was produced because of -of gain-of-function research. How is this not being handled by our military and Dr. Fauci, the very first one in front of this military court? Maybe after the beginning of the year. Hopefully that is something that happens. I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what we're waiting for. We already know what we know. We already know the proof is all right there. But back to the, to the next year, I want to talk more about the second pandemic. I want to try to find out as much as I can about the next virus coming out. What are they going to release? How are we getting ready for it? We already know that they're stockpiling. We already know that they're going to be doing something with the digital currency. I don't believe it's just a full-scale boom, your money's no good, you're all under digital currency right now. I don't think that's how it's going to lay out, although I have heard that that is a possibility that after the beginning of the year, a digital currency will be put into place of our current money. If that happens, we have lost all control of our freedoms to move around because now they control how, when, and where we can spend our money. This digital currency is not is not as peachy keen as they're going to say it is. It's all about control. And I'm not going to say too much about that because I got that in my notes. The second pandemic. The second pandemic has been brought up several times. We know that a dark winter, Joe Biden has talked about a dark winter. We thought it was last winter. I believe it's this winter. And it's going to overlap into the beginning of next year. I think some things that are right in front of us that are waiting to be kicked off and we need to prepare and get ready for this stuff. So that's where the show is going to go. I'm definitely going to do more red pill stuff. Um, I'm going to talk more about that. I've got lots of clips about, about shitty women and their expectations and them dogging men and these women just going after the men for the free meal. I'm going to expose them and I'm going to blow them out of the water. That's that's where the, the red pill shows are going to start going. I'm going to touch up again on I'm going to touch up again on um, preparedness. I'm going to touch up again on on food storage, getting your pantry right, getting your water supply right, getting some things in line, and we're going to start start putting together another series like I did last time about preparing, about getting, um, you know, just ready. Up in the northwest, we have volcanoes. We have uh, earthquakes. We have, um, you know, we, we can, our power grids, our power grids are way behind in this country. I've talked about this on this very podcast. We've got things that can hinder us from losing our power for seven days to two weeks to three weeks. We need to be prepared for that. I don't care if you believe in conspiracy theories. I don't care if you believe in end of the world nonsense. I don't, I don't, I don't care. The simple fact that we can lose our power for seven to 21 days is a reality. I know it is a reality because we have already lived through it a few years ago. 
There was another storm a few years prior to that as well that knocked out power for several days to a couple weeks, depending on where you lived. So that's the reality that we live in. I have always had the premonition of volcanoes. I believe that volcanoes are starting to be more active throughout the world. As we know, that there has been another volcano blast, I believe, down in Brazil. Man, I can't think of where that volcano is at. Um, but they had lava, lightning within the within the cloud burst coming out. Um, I, I just I have that premonition here. Uh, will it will it come true? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just a it's just a premonition that I have. That is it is volcanoes that will be up in our area. But you know we do have the Ring of Fire. We do have the Hawaiian Islands. We do have we have all of that. We have earthquakes that are very seismic that are that are good size, you know, that can cause some damage. And as the, as the world rotates, as the continents are moving and shifting, all of those plates underneath, they're doing the same thing. So we don't know what's going to happen. They keep talking about the super volcano at Yellowstone. I don't even want to dive into that one because if that ever goes off, we're all, we're all toast. There's no reason to talk about it because when it happens, it ain't going to matter what we prepare for. It ain't going to matter what we do. We're all toast. So they have the super volcano in Yellowstone. They've talked about it several times. Get the old faithful. Get get back to the park. The It's beautiful. Um, the buffalo are coming back because the wolves are back. That was an interesting series. And the, the population, the growth, or, or the, the animal population, the growth of the vegetation, the streams, the fish are all coming back because of the wolves. It's a crazy, I, I, I watched this, it's a small documentary on it. I, I don't remember what it's called, but it was it was amazing to watch this, that the wolves who were so afraid of who we try to remove from every animal population are the ones that made Yellowstone come back even stronger. It's a great story. It is uh, Yellowstone is beautiful. Get over there. You know, you can see the geysers, you can see Old Faithful, you can see you know everything that it has. And not the TV show. Yellowstone Yellowstone is not the TV show. That's all public. That's all, you know, Hollywood. That ranch isn't even in Yellowstone. I believe it's in like Dutton, Montana or Denton, Montana or you know, something like that. I don't know where it is, but it's not Yellowstone. Nonetheless, great show. I do love love watching it. I am a season behind. I think I'm on four. I don't know something like that. I think I'm on four. But uh, but yeah. So that's where the that's where the next year's show is going to go. I'm going to have a more guest as well as this video feature that I'm going to be doing. So I'm very excited for next year. I cannot wait for it to come on. Plus, next year, I believe this show is going to be number eighty. You're listening to show number eighty right now. So within next year, January, February, March, April, May, May will be May, June, May, June, something like that will be show number 100. Very excited for that little extra Lambo, 100 shows. So I'm going to do something special on that uh, show as well. So I will be. I have to brainstorm something for a hundred. I wish I could do like a best of. I wouldn't. I do a normal show, but I would, you know, add a add another thing of of a of a best of from the last hundred shows. I need some college kid to do that that knows audio and video. <laughs> 
Maybe I could find an intern. <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, I'm very excited for next year. Um, show number 100. And, uh, you know, just kicking off the next year. I'm I'm very excited. And I'm, I'm very grateful for everybody who has listened, who's listening right now to this show. Like I said, show number 80. Very, very humbled that the show has, has lasted um, this long, I guess. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm rambling, but I'm, I'm just happy that, that, uh, I'm able to do this show. It, very thankful for everybody who has listened and, um, has commented and, 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 uh, I'm sorry, this is show 81. Doc house was show 80. So this will be show 81. So today's show uh, will be connecting the dots. I have uh, COVID, electric vehicles, Ukraine, FTX, uh, the patient liberal, food shortages, as well as I have a, another show that I'm going to do after the beginning of the year because I got to do some I got to do some research on it. It's called the 15 minute the 15 minute city philosophy, and it has to do with your carbon emissions. It has to do with your um, movements. It's it's all about control. The 15-minute city philosophy. It, of course, it came out of San Francisco, but I do believe it came from somewhere else. Uh, a Carlos Moreno, and then it's, you know, it's a socialist dream. Um, so I'm going to be looking into that, but that is in my connecting the dots notes. But um, COVID, COVID was developed in a lab, as we know. The reasons to create I believe was depopulation through mass genocide, but you can't go through and you can't kill off millions of people because that's going to raise awareness to what you're doing. They will single you out. They will come after you for murdering millions and millions of people. But if you introduce it like an illness, like a virus and you kill off a hundred thousand, you kill off, 200,000 you get up to a million people aren't going to come after one individual person or a group of people it's a virus it doesn't you know and most people live their day-to-day with their head in the sand they don't want they don't want confrontation they don't want in they don't want to make tough choices they want they want the government to make choices for them so and, and, and this government knows that. This administration knows that. The elites of this world know this. They know that people do not want to make their own choices. They know that people do not want to be the spontaneous movers that you know some people do want to be. They just want to go through the get up in the morning, make their coffee, go to work, have their lunch, finish work, go home, kiss the wife, say hi to the kids, have a family dinner, maybe play a game or watch a movie or TV show or something along those lines, and then go bed, go to bed just to start it all over again. That's all they want. Weekend comes around, they want to go fishing, they want to go bowling, they want to go camping, whatever. Have a couple beers, whatever, whatever. But they don't want to make any hard choices they don't want to put themselves out there so if the government tells them to do something they're just going to follow in line and they're just going to do it 
this administration, the elites of this world, know that. I don't believe they thought about us fighting back and us conservatives, patriots on the right. I don't believe that they thought that we were going to fight back as hard as we are, especially against this vaccine. But we're going to save that for later. Again, reasons to create mass genocide for depopulation. Gates uh, using the vaccine to then thin the population after that. We've got a virus that comes out, killed a million. No, no, everybody, everybody, look, a million people died. We know this because the tracker on the TV, it was just constant, 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 death, 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 death. You know, that number kept rising. The infectious rates, that, that number kept rising. Everybody was living in fear. Every news station, every store, every airport, it had it, it had it on the TV. That death count, the the injury count, or that the injury, the sickness counter, it kept going up, kept going up. That's all they would talk about. It was fresh right on your brain, right? Some of the radio shows, same thing. Fresh on your brain, fresh on your brain. Even the pop-ups that would come on Facebook, boom. Yep, it's right there. It's just a constant reminder. Death, 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 death. All from a virus. Stay away from everybody. Stay isolated in your home. Get your masks on. Don't go to the stores. Don't go out. Don't live your life. Miss your funerals. Miss birthday parties. Miss weddings. Don't live your life because you're going to die. Don't you, don't you love your grandma? Don't you want to stay home and, 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 and keep your grandma alive? That's what we were told. That was the load of shit we were told. But now we've got the vaccine. This, this great, great vaccine that was pushed through Operation Warp Speed. We're going to make it the best. It was huge. All done by the Trump administration, which I believe was done beforehand. And it just happened to be done as fast as it did. All of the trials, which we found out were bogus, didn't pass any of the animal testing. They all died. All of the human testing, 80% of the people that they tested it on died. But that information was never released by Pfizer until they wanted 2075, I believe, was the date. No, 2055, I'm sorry. 2055. And then the courts are like, no, you're going to release this. And you're going to release it now. And the compromise was 500 pages once a month. Right there, shouldn't that bring awareness to people who are like, yes, daddy, yes, daddy, give me another shot. Give me another booster. No animals survived. 80% of the people that they tested it on had died. And yet they don't want to release the information until 2055. Nope, daddy, I want another booster. Give me another booster. That sounds great. Give it to me. All for the fear of you dying, your grandma dying, your neighbor dying. If you don't get this shot, you're going to kill them all. You're selfish if you don't get it. Is what it was for me was the, here's, here, here's, put your name in for a million dollar drawing. Here, you want movie tickets? Here, take the shot for me. You want movie tickets, don't you? You want a free donut? You want a free coffee? No, my life is more than, than a million dollar drawing. My life is more than a free donut. My life is more than a coffee. It's not tested. It was never tested for the transmission. We found that out later. We found that out within the the dumpings of the Pfizer documents. 
but yet, but yet people are still standing in line wanting another shot. Why? Because the media, the government, this administration, the doctors who are getting paid off all have these people convinced that this shot, this vaccine, which is not even a vaccine, this this shot that you're getting is supposed to help with COVID-19. You have people getting on there when they do interviews saying that, oh, I've had COVID twice and it's because of this vaccine that I, I haven't been in the hospital on a ventilator. Yeah, the people who were on the ventilators died because of the medicine that they were giving them. It, uh, it, it's amazing. It's amazing to me. You've got Bill Gates uh, creating the vaccine, uh, using the vaccine to thin the population. We have Bill Gates on record of saying that the world is overpopulated. The world is overpopulated through vaccines. We can drop that number of our world population. We can drop that number by 15%. Through vaccines, we can drop that number by 15%. But but yet, when I brought this up before, after he had said it originally, after he had said it originally, I, I was told, no, that's not what he meant. That's crazy talk. That That is not what he meant. And I, I have the... I have him saying that, but I don't know where it's at. I'm, I'm looking for it. Um, I didn't think I was going to have to pull it up. Okay, I found it. It's right here. This is Bill Gates, in his own words, saying, if we do a great job, we can reduce our population by 15%. Here it is. The world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. Well, common sense would tell you if you have a man saying he's going to reduce the world's population by 10 or 15% using vaccines, that means somebody's going to die because you put a vaccine in them. It doesn't mean you're going to save people. It's pretty much common sense. It's very common sense. If you have a guy who's investing as much as as many billions and millions and gazillions of dollars that Bill Gates, the Bill Gates Foundation, has into vaccines, and then he comes out and says, we can reduce the population by 10 to 15% through vaccines, common sense tells you, man, I'm thinking he's trying to eliminate the population. Depopulation, that has been the goal. The WF has been talking about it. The Georgia Guidestones, they they say on there they want a they want a, a population of 500 million. We're at almost 7 billion. So you you do the math on that one. Sounds to me like 5% of the population or 10% of the population that is here now is only going to be what's left after the elites have everything done. Now, I have my theory on that, of why that is. And that's because the elites aren't worried about themselves right now. 
The elites of this world know that they're going to be around until they die. They know that their children are probably going to be around until they die. The, the, the children die. But it's that generation after. And then it's that generation after them. And then that generation after them. That's what they're planning for. You see, this world, from what I know, what we're being told, is this world is becoming overpopulated. Our resources are becoming more scarcely unavailable. Living acreage is expanding out into the farmlands. If we lose our farmlands, we can't feed everybody. So therefore, we need to have um, a great reset. A great reset to them means depopulation through vaccines, through whatever else, to get that number down so that way generation number two, three, four from now, from today, is able to thrive in a emptier, in an emptier planet, in a more sustainable planet, less emissions. These elites know that this climate change bullshit that they talk about is just that. They know that it is just bullshit, but it is a way to trigger the left. It is a way to trigger the, the snowflakes, the, the agenda-driven people. They know this. They know this. And it's just a money grab. It's all it is. So when, when Bill Gates comes out saying they're going to use vaccine to thin the population... He's not lying. Those are his words. Those are his words to depopulate the planet. Number two, Klaus Schwab and the WF talking about population thinning. They have these sit-downs. They have Davos. They had one in Germany. Um, there are several others, uh, so, several other locations that they have talked about population control, They've talked about population thinning. They've talked about the great reset that Klaus Schwab uses. This is all the plan. And then you've got Novell or uh, Harari Novell, um, his right-hand man, Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, talking about making superhumans, talking about making genetically altered humans. This this far-reaching AI superhuman. I, I mean, it's just his thoughts and his theories are fucking out there. And I've done a podcast on him. You know what I kind of find funny? <laughs> Is I've done, you go you go back through the last year of my podcast. You find all of these stuff. You find all of this stuff that people are talking about today. I've already talked about six months ago. I'm 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 honored, but if you listen to the podcast and that's where you're getting your information from, please pass that along so other listeners can go, then go listen to the shows. I'm honored that you're listening, but give me some credit. Say, hey, I was listening to a little extra Lambo podcast. He was talking about Yuval Navari and his superhumans and his his you know he's the Israeli who's Klaus Schwab's right hand man. I got it from that podcast. I did a little bit more digging. This is what I found. Just just mention me. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Thank you for listening, by the way. Klaus Schwab. Now, why? Why? We had the control. 
uh, they had to control the population, but it was a test run. Remember, we had Event 201 that came out. Event 201 was the COVID scenario. Event 201 was where they laid out the foundation, was where they laid out the groundwork. It's where they came up with all of the scenarios. But now we had to implement it. In the, in the test run, everybody complied. They might have had a few that didn't comply. Whatever. But then they ran it for real. So what do you have to do? Number one, you got to control the population through masks, through vaccines, and then vaccine passports. We were told when this first came out, and I agreed because we did not know what we were dealing with. We need to just stay at home. Stay at home, only essential workers, and I use that in air quotes, essential workers. That means if your business was a campaign sponsor, you you were allowed to keep your business open. Ma and pa pizza places, ma and pa hardware stores, small business, a craft store. Nope, you have to close. But we're going to let Home Depot, Costco, Walmart, Safeway, we're going to keep all of those open for you. Why? Because they're campaign donors. That's why they were stayed open. It had to do with money. Yes, we needed the stores to be open. We're very thankful that the grocery stores stayed open. But we couldn't have Eagle Ridge Hardware stay open. We couldn't have had Miller's Ace Hardware stay open. They could allow three people in the store at a time with masks on. They could have done that. But you'll allow Home Depot to have 250 to 300 people in there. The math just doesn't compute when it comes to this administration and the, the dictatorship, the laws that they created, the mandates that they created. It had to do with money. It did not have to do with public safety because they already knew that all of this shit that they were doing was, was garbage. They already knew all this. They knew if you're going to wear your mask, you're still going to catch COVID. They already knew if you're going to get the vaccine, you're still going to catch COVID. It's not about that. It's about the control. Why? Well, look at what we were able to do to them in the first place. I had said they're going to be able to, we're going to be able to go back out in public, but they're going to put masks on us. They're going to force us to wear masks. I was told Lambo, you're a conspiracy theorist. They're not going to do that. They can't do that. That goes against our civil liberties. What did we do? Gladly put on one mask. And then we were told, you know what? In some cases, you might want to wear two masks because people are still catching COVID even though we're wearing the mask. So maybe if we wear two masks, that'll help out. What did they do? They put on two masks. Were people still getting sick? Were people still catching COVID? Yes. Oh, now the vaccine comes out. Lambo said, Lambo said, they're going to force this vaccine upon you, even though the testing has not been done. They're not showing you the results of the testing. They're just going to push it upon you. Lambo, you're crazy. They are not even thinking about pushing it on the people that goes against our civil civil liberties. They're not going to do it. Yet they forget that they forced us into our homes, forced us to stay there, forced us to put masks on, but not the vaccine. They're not going to do that to us. They're, they would never do that. What do they do? You either take the vaccine or you're going to lose your job. 
They're going to force you into taking it. Oh, you don't want to go to concerts anymore. You get this pokey poke or you're going to, you're not going to be allowed into concerts. You're not going to be able to go see baseball games. You're not going to be able to go out. What did they do? They forced it upon you. Lambo was right again. And I said, it'd be pretty easy to just say that you had the vaccine. They're going to come up with a, with a, with a card. They're going to come up with a way to track you to make sure that you did actually take this vaccine. They're not going to do that. That's, that's, that's nausea stuff right there. That's Jewish stuff right there. There's no way they're going to do that. That's crazy. What did they do? They handed you this little card that's got seven slots on it. At least the ones that I've seen. Maybe there's more. There's seven slots on there, seven signatures. There's a plan. They didn't just give you this big-ass card just because. Just because they only wanted you to take the two shots, the three shots, the four shots. They have a plan for more boosters coming out. Get in line for your booster. Yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. I'll take one more. They have a plan. They came out with the passport. And now they're going to start coming out with this digital ID. It's already, And you can't say it's conspiracy theory because it's already being done in China right now. All of their medical information, all of their money, all of their movements, all of their communications, all of their social credit scores is already on the person right now in China. And that is what Klaus Schwab and the WEF holds in their hand, is this is awesome, this is what we want the rest of the world to be, so we can control everybody in the world. That's what's coming to America, folks. This centralized money, this this central banking, banking, will become a global banking and it will be all done with a social credit score. Your vaccine status, your medical history, your your phone communications, it's all going to be loaded up into let's just say a microchip in your hand. I don't I don't really care what it is. I'm assuming it's a microchip since our our government decided just to give millions upon millions of dollars to a microchip company out of South Korea that the Pelosi's happened to have bought stock in before they made this trans- transaction of money. Good on you, Nancy. So lucky. So lucky. Paul, how's that hammer doing? Anyway, um, vaccine passports is all going to be done in your hands. You're not going to be able to travel. Now we know Joe Biden in the pack of 20 just decided that they were going to sign 16 of the 20 countries, decided that they're going to mandate a vaccine passport to be able to travel outside internationally. 16 of 20 countries. But I'm crazy. They'll never be able to do that. And then, then they'll go, well, that's against our constitution. Our constitution only takes us to the California coast north and south, takes us to the Georgia, Georgia coast north and south. That's it. Our constitution only protects us within the land, does not protect us outside of that. So if this government wants to say to be able to travel from the U.S. to Europe, you have to have a vaccine passport, you have to have a vaccine passport. Because now it's international. That was the, that was the go around. That was the go around. Connect the dots, right?
what did we condition? They conditioned us, right? We had they have the media control. This whole media, okay? And M and and MSNBC, CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN, PBS. What did they all do? Notice I left out one, okay? And and of those six, I have Fox News right here off to the right. Okay, I'm going to hold them right there for one second. What did all of them do? They kept scaring us. They had the death tracker at the bottom. They brought up each state, how many, how many illnesses and how many deaths of COVID were came across the bottom. Every news broadcast, masks, death, COVID, vaccine, death, hospitals out of control, people lying in beds and dying in hallways, which we found out later was bullshit, which we found out later that those stats were messed with because somebody came in with a car crash that they died from the crash, but they had symptoms of COVID. Therefore, it was a COVID-related death. And do not tell me that that's bullshit because we know that they've already altered the numbers twice. Right now, we were told there was over a million deaths, a million and a half deaths. And this was at the height of everything. They have gone back now. That number of actual COVID deaths is 750,000 under a million. Could be 850. Don't quote me on that. It's less than a million. They have redone all of the numbers. They've gone through every hospital. They've gone through every clinic. And you had to have actually died of actual fucking COVID. It is less than a million. This vaccine, though, almost twice as many people have died just from the vaccine. And don't kid yourself. These mysterious heart attacks for no reason. The mysterious just dying for no reason. The blood clots in your lungs, in your legs, in your arms, in your heart. That is all from the vaccine. Because you got to remember, the, the COVID virus itself, COVID-19, when it first came out, it hit everybody differently. I caught it. I was sick for two days. I lost my smell over Thanksgiving, which really sucked for a fat kid like me. I lost my sense of smell over Thanksgiving. Is there any more of a punishment than that? Oh, flubber bustard. <laughs> but I lost my smell. That was it. Some people, they had to go to the hospital. They had to go get on air ventilators. They had to, they were sick for two full weeks. They could not get rid of the illness that they had. Everybody was affected a little bit differently. So how can you turn around and say that the vi- that the vaccine itself is going to hit you or hit everybody the same? The vaccine itself is going to naturally hit everybody differently. So you had this tracker. You had this tracker of now of then now of people getting vaccinated at the bottom. We're 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 tracking it. People getting vaccinated. It's a great thing. Everybody go get vaccinated but yet not saying anything about the testing, about not saying anything. The media had all control over that. I know I have out Fox News onto the right. I said I was going to get back to that. 
Fox News, compared to these other six, seven, eight, nine on the left here, they're all owned by Blackstone, by BlackRock. It's all they're all together. They're told they're told what to say, each of them from their higher ups. We need to do this, we need to do this, we need to promote this, promote this. Go look at all of your news broadcasts. Who's the number one sponsor of all of these news broadcasts? Pfizer. Pfizer. Because our, our American tax dollars are paying them buco bucks. But remember when Joe Biden came out saying, we beat Big Pharma, we beat Big Pharma. Dipshit, no, we did not. You paid them off. Still, still, that blows my mind. Conditioning the population, the, the media control. Without the media, they would not have been able to do what they did. We wouldn't have had the fear installed into most of these people who just want the government to tell them what to do. That fear would not have come across the same if they would have not had TV, if it was just radios like it was in the old days. If they just had radio, I don't think it would have taken off. But we had the TV, we had the media behind them to be able to push that agenda. You had media control, whatever the administration wanted, whatever the elites wanted. All they had to do was tell their news, their news stations what to say, what to put out, what to publish. Don't worry, we'll silence everybody else who has a different opinion, a different idea than what we want produced. And the news broadcast did it. You go through, there are several videos out there of them collaborating 30, 40, 50 different news organizations and they're all saying the same thing. You've seen it. You know it. Don't play dumb. You have seen it. They're all saying the same thing. Media control. And then you've got on top of that, then you've got government control. Because if you are listening to the media, the government's telling the media what to say. The government is then going to silence people. You've got the government giving the, the, the mandate orders. You've got the federal government talking to the state government. The state government's talking to the local government. All in an effort to control the people. Now, looking back, most of the people thought they were doing good. Like I said, I agree that we should, have, we should stay home, stay away from people, stay in our own homes until we can figure out what this is. But with everybody isolated in their homes, how is the death tracker and the counts, the, the COVID counts, still going up? Government control. We had the mandates. We had the lockdowns. And yet people were still getting sick. So what does that open up? Emergency orders. Emergency orders that Washington State just relinquished in October. Just relinquished. They just let go in October. That's a long time. Good job, Jay. Good job, Governor Inslee, you piece of shit. Executive order, or, or I'm sorry, emergency orders. Event 201 was what started all of this. Look that up. Event 201 was played out. One thing they did not plan on in this event, this trial, 
was people like me standing up against the bullshit that they were trying to push, push upon us. They did not put that in their scenario. But pandemic event 2025, pandemic number two, they're going to account for us. We were told by Joe Biden, the dark winner, $70 million was donated from FTX to improve the biosecurity and prevention of the next pandemic. $70 million. What's that money going to be used for? How are we preventing the next pandemic when it hasn't even been here? What are they doing? They're not, they're not trying to prevent the next pandemic. They're putting in this money and using this money to make damn sure that it happens. It's not going into research for a, for a vaccine to help the different scenarios of what they think it is. They already know what it is. It's already sitting in a lab. And then they're going to they're gonna produce a vaccine, which they probably already have. They're going to produce a vaccine to counteract. I'm using air quotes again to counteract this virus. It's just another ploy to get whatever that shit is that's in those vials into your body. Event 201. If you do not believe me of anything that is going on with this, look up Event 201. And I promise you, if you look into that with open eyes, you will see what I see. And then when you're done with that, look up Dark Winter, which is another training exercise that was done in a military scenario. Joe Biden came out saying it's going to be a dark winter for the unvaccinated. We're in a pandemic of the unvaccinated, which was weird because then the script flipped. The vaccinated were who were dying. The vaccinated were who were catching COVID. The vaccinated was who was spreading COVID. It wasn't the unvaccinated. It was the vaccinated. That dark winter, which we all thought was last year, didn't happen because they needed this Omicron variant to be way worse than what it was. I believe our bodies had that had that had that Omicron variant hit it and our bodies took care of it. Our bodies which were made by the good Lord above God himself the best I don't even know what I'm going to say about the body. The 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 human body is such an amazing an amazing function. It beats disease. It beats soreness, tiredness, fatigue we haven't even we haven't even conquered our brain yet of what our of what our brain can actually do our bodies are the most amazing organism on this planet that omicron variant our bodies took in laughed at it and spit it out i believe they were they wanted that omicron variant to come out to be way more of a motherfucker than what it was it was supposed to be this second pandemic. They, I don't believe they planned on this second pandemic. I think it was that Omicron variant, and that's what they were going to throw their eggs in the basket on. I don't believe they thought President Trump was going to win, and Hillary Clinton was just going to come in as soon as we got this through Event 201, which you'll, when you look into it, you'll see 
I believe they thought Hillary Clinton was going to walk in there. This virus comes out because they kept saying the next administration is going to have a pandemic on its hands. They kept saying it. Donald Trump won, and they went, oh, shit. Had it been Hillary Clinton, boom, lockdowns right away. She would have been able just to push this agenda all the way through, but it wasn't. It was Donald Trump. And then it was people like us fighting along every step of the way. Being called every name in the book. Being fought against. Being our reputations taken out from under our feet. Because we knew the truth of what. We were able to see the truth of what was actually going on. And now we're being told a second pandemic is coming. The catastrophic contingent. And Biden asking for more money. It is right there. It is right there in front of us. They have told us exactly what they're going to do. They've got $70 million from FTX. They've got how much ever money the government has set aside for a second pandemic that Joe Biden has asked for. They know a second pandemic is coming. They know exactly what it is. They know exactly what it's going to do. They know where it's going to originate from and how it's going to be distributed. Why do I know this? Because two years ago, they've done a vent 2025. They've already gone over the scenarios. They know the motherfuckers like me who are going to fight against it. They know what to expect. It is connecting the dots from the event 201 to the COVID release, to the controlling the population, to conditioning the population, to a dark winter, to the second pandemic. Now, there are other things involved within this as well, but this is the main one. The second pandemic is coming. What it will entail Hopefully that comes to light. Hopefully those secrets come out. Hopefully we have some whistleblowers along the way to warn us. Please, please warn us if you do. Pandemic number two, event 2025. It's already been played out. You can look it up too. Uh, This is all right there. Event 201, event 2025, dark winter. They were all training exercises, exercises that were done. Event 2025, is that the year it's going to be? Maybe. Give us a little time to fight back. Put plans in place. I don't believe they have that much time, but we'll see what happens. The next thing I'm going to talk about is I'm going to bring up electric vehicles. But first... You and I, we're going to go down to Crave Eats Drinks Nightlife, downtown Spokane, Washington, right across from Riverfront Park. We're going to go in. We're going to give a high five to Tim as we walk in, say hello to Jacob and the staff. I'm going to get us a couple whiskeys. I'm going to order us some of those cauliflower bites, and we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about Event 201. We're going to talk about Event 2025. Jacob's going to come over, and he's going to go, you know what, Lambo? You're fucking right. I know it because I've talked to him and he says, Lambo, you're fucking right. I know it. (laughs) Get down. Crave Eats Drinks Nightlife. Downtown Spokane, Washington. Tell him a little extra Lambo sent you. 
And remember, in this holiday season, say Merry Christmas. Say Merry Christmas to everybody. And remember to tip that awesome wait staff. The next thing I'm going to bring up, I'm going to move to, is these electric vehicles. These electric vehicles are being pushed upon us. We have Washington State. We have California. I believe New York that say they're going to be done with gas-powered vehicles, and you have to have an electric vehicle by 2035. At least that's what I know is in Washington State. I believe it's the same thing in California. I can only imagine it's in Chicago. I can only imagine it's in New York. Other liberal fuck towns like that. I believe that these electric vehicles that they're moving to, that they're saying is so great, they're so great because they're environmentally friendly. We don't have to rely on 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 foreign oils to help power our our dirty vehicles that we drive and the the emissions that are all emitted that are killing the planet. That's what we're being told. We're the, the left is great at demonizing everything. Remember when Al Gore back in 2000 was saying that the world was just going to flood because of the the polar ice caps. This could have been done done before. I believe it might have been in the 90s. Oh no, the ozone was in the 80s. If you remember that, girls in their hair, in their Aquanet hairspray, they're killing the ozone. We're going to have holes in our ozone, but yet we're shooting up rockets through our ozone. I don't know maybe maybe there was already a hole that they needed to shoot the rocket through. I don't know the spaceship through. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was Aquanet. Aquanet was killing the planet. But then in the 90s, you had Al Gore saying that the polar ice caps were going to melt. It's going to raise our ocean levels. We're going to lose the population because the the, the ice is not going to stay up here. And then it moved into climate change, and then it moved into ice age, and then it, Ted Turner was out saying that the, the world was going to heat up by 100 degrees and people are going to burn alive. Ted Turner was saying this. But... Now it's now it's climate change. Now it's climate change, and, and, and it's man-made. It's it's from cows farting. You those evil beef beef cows. They're out there farting, and it's it's hurting our 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 climate. We've got we've got these evil cars that you drive. Those those lifted trucks you rednecks have. It's the, it's the farmers and their tractors. It's the truck drivers moving freight around. It's the businesses doing all the polluting. We need these electric vehicles because they don't produce any emissions. They're clean fueled. They're clean. That's what they want to sell you on. Even though if you look and you see what it takes to actually mine lithium to produce the batteries... Never mind the fact that to produce the rest of the car, you still need oil. You still need oil to create the tires. You still need oil to produce the plastics that are in the car, to produce the dash, to produce the airbags, to produce the doors. You still need oil to produce the glass in the windshield and the side windows and the rear windshield. You still need oil to produce the wiper blades. You still need oil to produce the wiring needed to operate this vehicle. 
you still need oil. But just go look at what it what what it does to the environment to mine the lithium. To mine the lithium for these batteries. They do not say what it takes to mine them. They do not say how long the batteries are going to last. They do not say how they they plan on recycling these batteries when they actually die and are no longer any good. That can't be very healthy to the environment. We get a we get some double A's out of the remote that you know it quits working. We just throw them in the garbage. You're not throwing away a six thousand pound battery or a ten thousand pound battery, whatever that thing weighs. You're not throwing it away. Something has to be done. All of these all of these wind powered turbines that you see that are full of hydraulic oil. I said that correctly, that are full of barrels of hydraulic oil to be able to, to spin around. And then you've got these blades. You've got gas or diesel-powered trucks, diesel-fueled trucks that are the ones that are bringing these from the ports all the way through the country until they get to their destination of wherever that is. Right now in Lewiston, Idaho. There are probably 50 to 100 blades. I don't have an exact count. 50 to 100 sitting right there at the Port of Lewiston. It's pretty fucking cool to see. You've got all these, these wind turbine blades just sitting there. They get loaded up on truck individually, and then they are hauled to wherever they go. What happens to those blades when they're, when they're done? They die. They don't work anymore. They deteriorates i mean i don't know i don't know why these things don't last longer than they do but they are not biodegradable they are not recyclable they go into a field and they just die right there they are not environmentally friendly more studies are coming out that they're doing more harm than good weird that's weird so these batteries for these cars why are we not being told what's going to happen when they die? We'll be able to recycle them. We'll be able to do something with them, right? But that is not being told to us. The electric vehicle is not about the environment. The electric vehicle is not about saving the planet. Number one, they have done jack diddly squat to our power grid. Right now, our power grid is at 95%. 95 to 99% maxed out capacity. We cannot produce any more power going through. California, over the summer, said, we're sorry, you cannot run your AC units. Yes, we know it's 105 degrees. You cannot run your AC units, and you cannot charge your cars during the day. Excuse me, what? but yet you're promoting everybody needs to have an electric vehicle. You're doing this because you don't have enough power to run your AC units in your home or charge your electric vehicles. Never mind the fact that the entire structure and system to charge along different routes is not available. That's why you have a charging station with 50 cars waiting to charge. 
most of them dying while they're waiting to get up to the charging station. The system is not in place. You have to do something to our power grid first in order to have a sustainable system of power for these electric vehicles. With what is in the market today, California just asked its people to not charge their vehicles because they did not have the power for it. But two days prior, Gavin Newsom's out there, we will be gas-powered engine-free by 2035. We will not allow the sale of gas-powered vehicles in this state. Jay Inslee of Washington State, corrupt, corrupt illegitimate governor, came out saying Washington State will not allow sales because he's got to do what Big Brother Gavin says, will not allow the sale of gas-powered vehicles. We will be electric by 2035. It has nothing to do with the people driving these these cars because they are doing nothing with our power grid. You have to stop the bleeding before you can heal a victim, before you can tend to the wound. You have to stop the bleeding. You have to fix the energy system the distribution system before you can tell people that they need to start purchasing electric vehicles to help save the planet. Don't you care about your planet? Has nothing to do with that. And I'm going to tell you why. Number one, electric vehicles can be controlled remotely by a power source, by a power unit. Tesla right now can shut down every vehicle that is on their road that is a Tesla vehicle. They can shut it off just like that. They can go, up. Oh, Lambo's driving down the I-5 corridor. Stop. Boom. The car shuts down. Tesla has that ability right now. And if you don't think our government then will have control once you're in all of these electric vehicles, once these martial laws, once these central social credit or the, the central currency for the social credit scores comes out and it's not all tied in, I'm going to connect the dots. Our government will have control over your vehicle. Number one, they're going to restrict your movements. They're going to start telling you, and this will this kind of goes back to what I was talking about before, to the 15-minute city. They're going to tell you that you have to live 15 minutes from work. You have to live within 15 minutes of a school. They're going to tell you you have to shop 15 minutes from your house. That's the point of the 15-minute city. And I'm going to break this down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into this like a fat kid in a jar of honey. I'm going to dive into that, baby. I'm going to swim around. I'm going to get as much information as I can. This is the socialist utopia, this 15-minute city. Because once they're able to control how far away from your home you can get, it's over. They now control every movement. The electric electric vehicle will give them every opportunity to control and restrict your movements. Again, it has nothing to do with saving the environment. It has nothing to do with evil oil companies. It has nothing to do with saving the planet. 
It has everything to do with restricting your movements. You can see right now on the media, they're doing everything that they can to demonize oil companies. But yet, who is the number one contributor to the Democratic Party when it comes to campaign donations? Well, we already know it's George Soros and FTX. We know that. But right there is the oil companies. They're trying to buy off these Democrats to allow them to do their job. Yes, Republicans get donations too. I'm not fucking stupid. I understand that. But when you break it down, more money goes to the Democrats than they do the Republicans. The Republicans want to drill in our own country. We want to be energy independent, which we were under President Donald Trump. We were energy independent. We were producing our own oil. We were creating thousands and thousands of jobs. Not Joe. He would rather us go down to Venezuela and pump fuel down there. Russia, please. Saudis, please. Please give us more oil. That's just to redistribute the wealth. That's paying off debts that Joe Biden has accrued. Getting off fossil fuels, demonizing the oil companies. But yet to make, like I just said, to make these cars, you still need to have oil. It's common sense. Once they do this, though, once they do this, though, and my girlfriend will tell you, when you get into these electric vehicles, it then installs a new tax structure. Right now for my pickup, my, my tabs for my truck are like 124 bucks. Her car, 320 Her car, which is a hybrid, $320. It implements a very brand new tax structure. Why? Because I'm going to pay taxes in the fuel that I put into my, my truck. I'm going to pay those taxes for the roads. Washington State, your roads are shit. That's because Jay Inslee doesn't use those funds for the roads for what he says he's going to, which when I become governor will be in a clear and black and white form. Everybody is going to see what the funds that we collect from taxes will be shown what they're going for. We're not going to have the corruption that Jay Inslee provides to the people of Washington state. It will install a new tax structure because now they're not collecting that money for for the fuel taxes. So now we can rewrite our tax code. The next one is the central currency. When we get into this digital currency, this digital age, if they don't like something, if this administration doesn't like something, we are now put on a social credit score. It's in, it's in China right now, so don't fucking tell me this is fucking conspiracy theory. It's already in China right now. It's been there for four years. It is there. Every movement they do, every post that they have, that they do on social media, if they don't like it, boom, they get charged for it. Remember when PayPal said, if you're going to do something, we're going to just start taking money out of your account. Now they said, oh no, that that's you know that was a joke, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. China's doing it right now. That's why we know it's not a joke. You were trying to strong arm your way into the government's graces so that way you knew you were going to make billions of dollars. 
you corrupt fuckers. That's why I will not use PayPal any longer. Central currency, this digital currency for a social credit score. Once they can tie in this social credit score to your bank account, to your social media, to your electric vehicle, they know and can tell you when you leave your home and you go to work. That's all you're going to be allowed to do. You made a post talking about Hunter Biden and his pedophile activities that they see on their laptop. Oh, yeah, you're not going to the movies. We're shutting your car down. Now you need to submit something that say, no, I got to be to work at seven o'clock in the morning. I got to be there. Your car will turn on. And if you deviate from the route to get to work, your car shuts down. Our government will have that control over me. And do not tell me that's conspiracy. Our government would not do that because they're doing it in China right now. It is being done in China right now. Your smart homes, your smart meters. Here in Spokane, we had a Vista going around saying, well, we want to put this new meter on your house. It's going to be great. We'll be able to watch things much closer. I said, fuck no. I do not want that on my house. Sorry, move along. Because then a Vista can go, you know what? I don't like your social media post. You know what, Lambo? I don't like your podcast. Shut the power down. They have that ability with the smart the smart meters. They have that ability right now. They can do it right now. All of this tied together. The electric vehicles, the central currency, the digital currency, the social credit score, the smart homes, the smart meters, the restriction of movements, all goes into what the WEF is calling the individual carbon footprint Footprint Tracker. I do not know the guy's name, but he has already sat there in front of this panel talking about we are able to right now, and it has not been implemented yet, right now they can do an individual carbon footprint tracker for your every movement of how much carbon you produce. That's the goal. has nothing to do with saving the planet, has nothing to do with being environmentally sound. It has to do with control for this individual carbon footprint tracker. That's a lot. That's a lot right there. How do they do that? How are they going to keep track of all that, Lambo? How are they going to do that? They, they, they don't have the technology to do that. Oh, but they do. 5G. 5G is military-grade internet. Right now, our, our military is probably on six or seven. Whatever comes out to the public, the military has already used, perfected, dismantled, put back together. 5G was military 20 years ago. That's old news for them. But yet, they know how to, how to make it work. All of this, all of these towers going up, all of the phones that we have, all of the cars that we're going to start driving... It's all going to be run on 5G. All of the microchips in our hands. It's all going to be produced up into that fake tree that that has the tower, the cell towers on it. It's all going to be run through 5G. 
and they're all going to be able to track it on the individual carbon footprint footprint tracker. That's the goal. It's not electric vehicles. They give a fuck about the vehicles. And then that's going to tie into the 15-minute city. The more I keep talking about this, the more I am dead set that this 15-minute city, this socialist utopia, is how it's going to go down. It is how things are going to be pushed by the social elites, the WEF, this administration, the G20. That is the plan. Individual carbon footprint tracker. As individuals, as humans, we are born with the freedoms to move. We are born with a sense of discovery. We are born with the idea that we are greater than what we possess. This individual carbon footprint tracker, this restriction of movements, is going to hinder the American spirit, the the human spirit, I'm sorry, the human spirit that everyone on this planet possesses. As a child, as a child, what did you want to do so badly? As you're sitting in your living room, you're playing, mom might have the door open, mom might have windows open, and you see outside. Oh my God. I want to get outside. I want to go outside. I want to run around outside. And then you get outside and you just stand there in awe. Like this is the world. I want to see every corner, every movement, everything on this earth. As a child, your mind, your imagination is free. This government, this administration, these elites, the traitors to the people do not want you to have that freedom. They do not want you to have that will to explore. They do not want you to have that will to investigate. That's why when Event 201, when it was planned out, they did not plan on people investigating. They did not plan on people like me fighting back against the the information that they were giving out. They did not plan on that. That's why the threats of the dark winter then came out by clueless Joe Biden. And then that's why event 2025 had to happen because they cannot fulfill their plans to put us into the 15 minute city. I'm going to, I'm going to work on that. They cannot fulfill their plans without the event 2025, without the second pandemic, without the catastrophic contingent. They cannot fulfill that until that second pandemic comes. The vehicle restrictions, the individual carbon footprint tracker, footprint tracker, connecting all of these dots. has nothing to do with saving the planet. It has to do with control. Control. Next, I'm going to bring up Ukraine. Ukraine, we're going to talk about the money. 
We're going to talk about the government officials that are over there. We're going to talk about family that's in there. But first, when I'm talking about family, I'm talking about my family. I'm talking about the baseball and the softball that gets played in my family. I'm talking about Nomad Pro Customs. You can get an an individual, handcrafted, fully customized glove for your sons, your daughters, your neighbors, your cousins, your nephews, your nieces, your boss's kid. Be a great holiday gift. It's a great birthday present throughout the year. Nomad Pro Customs. Get them a softball glove. Get them a baseball glove. Whatever it is that they want on there, they can get their name on there, whatever lace color they want, whatever webbing they want. Nomad Pro Custom Gloves. Look them up on Facebook. They have a website, nomadprocustoms.com. And in the comments, you tell them a little extra Lambo podcast sent you. And you're going to get a great glove. I stand by Nomad Pro Customs. They will build you a great glove. My son has one right now up in his room. I don't know if he knows where it's at, but it's up in his room right now. It is a great glove. It is great quality. Best of all, it is run by a military family. Nomad Pro Customs. They're on Facebook as well as nomadprocustoms.com. Look them up right now. I'm going to change it up just a little bit. I know I was going to talk about uh, Ukraine. I'm going, to, I'm going to move something to just a little bit different, a little bit more important. I have said for the last two years that liberals are very patient. The patient liberal. Um, they always had a plan. And this goes back to the Germans. This goes back to the Nazis. This goes back a long time. This goes back to an idea of children being the ones that you want to infiltrate. The children are the ones that you want to indoctrinate to be able to grow and then spread their ideas, spread this liberal agenda, to spread this socialistic idea. Use the children. Patience. Patience is what is needed for this because it's going to take time. You can't just go to grown-ass adults and say, this is how we're going to start running things because we're going to look at you and go, no, we're not. We're good. You have to indoctrinate. You have to get the children to be the ones to push the agenda. But how do you push the agenda if the teachers are just going to look at you and say, no, we're not going to teach our kids that. That's that's crazy talk. We're, we're going to teach them actual math. We're going to teach them actual spelling, actual English, actual history. The teachers aren't going to do that. So then what do you have to do? Well, you're going to start buying colleges. You're going to start buying colleges and universities, and then you're going to start hiring teachers and they're going to be hired with the, 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 the idea that they're going to teach this philosophy that they want to, that you want them to teach to these other students. Some of them they know are not going to buy it. Some of them might drop out. Some of them might stay. Some of them might graduate. For sure, though, you have that university. You have that, that institution because you own it now. So they're able to class after class after class after class teach the same agenda, the same socialist agenda, the same indoctrination 
those students that go through the teaching, the education process to get their, their, their teaching degrees, their teaching certificates, their education degrees, they're then able to go into the elementary schools. Those students are going to go into the elementary schools, the middle schools, the high schools, and then you can start the true agenda. Because it wasn't about the, the university. You needed, to, you needed to buy one, and then you needed to buy four, then you needed to buy 16. Eventually, your web of universities had grown and spread. But it takes time. It takes patience to do that. You have to start getting an idea, and then you have to get others to buy in. People are not going to like these ideas, but some people will. And it'll only take that. It'll take those minds, along with a lot of financial backing, to be able to spread to other universities. And then before you know it, then you get that to 16. You get or from 4 to 16 to you know, 32 to whatever. How, however, it was, however it, that web spread. But the main point coming out of this is, is once you start getting the faculty in line with how they need to indoctrinate these college students coming in, you are then able to take the college students get them graduated, get them taught up with your indoctrination, get them into elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, to be able to infiltrate and indoctrinate those young, impressionable minds. This has been going on for years because then once those students start coming through, then they get into college. And that cycle then starts repeating itself over and over and over. But then what do you do? You've got parents who are, who are awakened to this bullshit that they're trying to teach. Well, now we've got to come up with a way to make the, the parents irrelevant. I know this because my kids went through this. They tried this, and it was called Common Core. You make the, the lessons, you change how math is taught. You change math from how it's actually used in day-to-day, everyday practices. You, you change it from how we were taught to the easiest way to do math. You changed it, and now you started making it blocks. And instead of, of adding numbers together, well, you move 10 here and you move 10 here and you move 10 here and then you count the 10s and you that's how you do it. How the fuck are you going to balance a checkbook doing that? How are you going to run a business doing that? How when you're grocery shopping, are you going to have a budget and then stick to the budget when you're, when you're moving numbers all over that don't make sense? But that, that doesn't matter. It was to make your parents, to make these students parents look stupid like they don't know what they're talking about your parents are not as smart as you you are better off than your parents are today the idea was to make these school-aged children to not go to their parents for homework which is why our students do not have homework anymore 
because they do not want the school practices being taught at home. They want it all done within the walls of that school. Because if the parents can't go, no, that's not how you do math, that's not how actual math is done, and then you teach them the correct way at home, you don't want to lose a student by doing that. Through Common Core, through Obama, I call it Obama math, through Common Core, they eliminated the parent from being involved in their, in their child's schooling. It now all fell on the, on the school because the teachers, half-assedly, the teachers knew how to deal and teach with Common Core. Because the parents saw the lesson plan, they saw the notes, they saw the problems, and the parents scratched their head like, this doesn't make sense. And the students would look at you going, how does this not make sense? It's easy, Mom. It's easy, Dad. You're dumb. You have to do it like this. No, you add 10 plus 10 plus 3, that gives you 23. No, you have to move this here and this here, and you've got, then you've got to count this and count this. When you just add up 10, 10, 3, it gives you 23. That's, it, it's, it's simple. Well, that's not how it's done. You don't know what you're talking about, Dad. You're dumb. So then it moves to, well, we're just not going to send out homework. We're just going to do everything in class. That way we don't get this fight back from the parents about teaching this, this math that doesn't, you're not going to be able to use in day-to-day business, in day-to-day adult use, It's about changing the dynamic at home. Patience. Liberals are very patient. So they had to get Common Core installed. They had to remove homework. They had to remove anything that had to do with being at home. And then that's when the that's when the virus came out because now we've got this system set up to where we can do this lockdown we can still teach from home through the schools via computers now the parents are going to be listening hopefully the parents might be at work the kids are at home however their dynamic was but still when the parents tried getting involved with the school, it didn't make sense to the parents because that is not how we were taught. They were not bringing homework home, so we did not know where they were at in their lesson plan. We did not get to go through the notes and the lesson plan and the homework along with our students to be able to be on the same par as our students were. So now once this all got brought home, once the lesson plans were done, once they were teaching over the internet, parents were still clueless because we did not know what was going on. How on earth are you teaching this when it doesn't make sense? Well, the teachers were able to make it make sense because they were able to communicate it in a way that the students were going to understand. A home divided is a socialist utopia see it's not about the schoolwork these socialists these these elites they don't care about how smart your kid is they just don't want them listening to their parents 
They want them relying on their teacher, which then is an easy transition to listen to what the government tells them to do. That's the plan. Infiltrate the colleges. Create new teachers from those colleges. The teachers become elementary school teachers to indoctrinate the impressionable children. Change the way math is taught. Make the parents look stupid. Make the, parent, make the student rely on the teacher for everything. Because now the parents are frustrated with the homework. Now the parents are frustrated with the teachings. Kids ain't going to go to them. They're going to go to the teacher for support. Create conflict at home by turning students away from the family so that they feel lost, they feel alone. They do not have that bond now with the parents. They need to find a bond somewhere else. That creates dependency on drugs, alcohol, from outside friends, sources, whatever. It's about reprogramming the student. If you can reprogram the children... That social utopia of the government dependence is now set. Because as we've learned through history, if you have the students, and we're going to go all the way back to the college times, if you have the students who are now indoctrinated, they're going to grow up, they're going to get jobs, and they're going to have their own family. They're going to start teaching their children this socialist indoctrination along with teaching it the social indoctrination. Now you're covering both gaps. Now all of these students are coming through. They're fighting against their parents because their parents are scratching their heads going, this is not right. It still is not right. Thank God when I was here, I was able to help my, my children do real math. They they sent home to the homework real math. I believe I even sent a letter back when they when they actually went back into their school. I sent a letter saying your way of doing math is no longer acceptable in this house. Real math is going to be taught. So whatever it is you're sending home and we're going to go over it and do real math. My kids did not like that because they had to do the work twice. But they learned the correct way to do math. Why does that matter? Why does that matter that the, that the teachers were then teaching the students that were growing up to be teachers who were then going to teach the students to where they are now? Because you have to have a society that depends on the government for everything. The government wants to be in control. We just talked about the electric vehicles, the controlling of the movements, the restricting of, or, or I'm sorry, the, the restricting of your movements, the controlling of where you can and can't go, the 15-minute the city, which we'll talk about in another, in another podcast, the smart home, smart meters, smartphones, smartwatches, 5G, the movement of uh, your cell phones to the towers. The individual carbon footprint tracker. These students have already been indoctrinated to the point that they believe everything that this teacher says. 
framework has already been set up for them to believe everything that the government is going to tell them. Put on your mask. Do you not care about your grandma? Put on your mask. No, wait a second. We need to wear two masks because people are still getting sick. If we wear two masks, we'll be able to save grandma. Oh, oh, no, the masks aren't working. We need to take this vaccine because it will help you to not ever catch COVID. It will help you not give somebody else COVID. But yet people were still catching COVID. They were still giving it away. People were still dying. If you got the vaccine, we were told, if you get the vaccine, you're not going to die. You're going to, the, the COVID virus will hit you and it will die upon contact with you. However, the, however they were making it work. Because of the indoctrination, the socialist agenda, people believed what they heard through the media that this virus was going to hit them in their arm and it was going to die on sight. You were with the vaccine, you were vaccinated, you weren't going to catch COVID, you weren't going to be able to give it away, it's going to die with you. They have been indoctrinated to believe what the government, what the elites, what the media is telling them. Students today do not go to their parents for help. I have to beg my children to let me help them with their homework. Because the teachers, and I'm actually surprised that they actually have homework. This is from the last two, three years. They have not brought homework home. They've brought more homework home the, the last few weeks. I'm, I'm, I'm rather impressed. I get to actually bond with them and do homework with them and figure it out. And whatever this fucking algebra that my daughter was doing, it just, I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. But I, I'm, I haven't done math for a while. But nonetheless, I was still able to do it. But it's that indoctrination to rely on their teacher, which is an easy transition to the government. So when they say you're going to need a vaccine passport to move around, then you add that vaccine passport to the electric vehicles, to the 5G, to the individual carbon footprint. If you have to have a little card to move around, your vaccine passport, your vaccine status is going to be on that card. It's all going to be on, or probably not on your car, it's going to be on the microchip that's in your hand. You go to the vending machine, you over the sensor, I get a pop, it comes out of my account automatically, I get a Snickers. Oh, I'm going to walk into a building, access, you've got your vaccine status and your 18 boosters, good job, big thumbs up in the screen. I give it the finger as I walk in, access denied. What? access denied. Yeah, it's going to say, you're not vaccinated. That's what it's going to say. Because my my I don't have a microchip in my hand, number one. Not putting that damn thing in my hand. You're going you're gonna to have to be a lot bigger than me to fucking put that in my hand. Patience, patience, patience. They know through this through Agenda 2025, that they are going to have a resistance. And if you want to connect the dots, I did a podcast on this. And again, it's starting to come out now. Thank you for listening to a little extra Lambo. I did a podcast on this about the hotels that have been renovated, the concentration camps that have been set up, the single wide trailers that have been set up. 
Go look in China. You have acre after acre after acre after acre of one-bedroom little shacks that are set up over there as concentration camps. They are here in Washington State. They are here in Oregon. They are here in California. There is a huge complex going up right outside of LA right now. They have already touted it. It will be done by the beginning of 2024. It has already been in the news that this huge, huge facility, and then there's rumors that Walmarts around the the nation are closing because of theft. They're closing because of theft. The rumor is that they're going to start transforming these Walmarts into concentration camps as well. These huge Walmarts. You know how you've been inside a Walmart. You know how how large it is. They're going to start transforming them into concentration camps for the unvaccinated. There is a report out right now that your auto insurance rate is going to go up because if you don't get the vaccine, you're probably not going to follow along with the speed limit and you're going to be crazy going down the highway and wreck. So your insurance rate needs to go up. That's the propaganda that the elites in this administration want to put into you, put into the minds so that you just go and get, your life will be easier if you have the jab. You don't want, you want to go see the concert. You want to go see the hockey game. You want to go, go into a restaurant. I got to see your vaccine passport. I got to make sure that you're boosted. It's all indoctrination. Liberals are patient. Agenda 2025 is making sure that everything that was glossed over or not counted upon in event 201 will now take place in event 2025. They will account for people like me who will fight to keep my children safe. Those concentration camps are not for the people with COVID. Those concentration camps are for me for people like me who will fight and kick somebody's ass for putting something onto and into my children. That building is for me. Like I'd said, you would better be bigger, badder than I am. You would better come with the fight that I'm going to give you to protect my children. And I guarantee you do not have that in you. You see, they want to separate, separate. They want to segregate. They want to make sure that the people who follow orders and follow commands are the ones who are allowed to think that they live free. Meanwhile, people like me, we're going to show, if you get out of line, we're going to show the ones who are following along. This is what happens when you get out of line. You're going to go to the concentration camps and you cannot sit there and tell me that it's not happening because it's happening in China right now. It's happening in China right now. What happens in China, what happens in Europe, what happens in Russia, especially when it came to this virus, when it came to the vaccine, then it came to the U.S., Unexplained deaths all over the place in China from the vaccine. It's not unexplained. It's from the vaccine. 
unexplained deaths in Russia, unexplained deaths in Germany, unexplained deaths in the UK, unexplained deaths in, in, in Israel, Australia, South Africa. And now it's starting to happen in the United States. It is happening in the United States right now as we speak. Athletes are dying. People are dying. Unexpectedly, without notice, boom, they died. Heart attack, unexplained. Liberals are patient. They're patient. I've got I've got some more notes. The fifteen minute city. Uh, uh, as I'm, as I'm sitting here talking with you guys, I, I I am just seeing all of this stuff that I'm talking about going directly to the fifteen minute cities. Because with this fifteen minute cities, you eliminate that carbon footprint as much as you can. I'm sure that they'll still say there's still carbon footprints. But it restricts your movements. It restricts your credit score. And and what I keep thinking of is is that that sci-fi movie with Bruce Willis um element, the fifth element. How they how how he had that badge and he couldn't do certain things because he had the, you know, he was on kept speeding or whatever it was you had to go through the sensor first now obviously that's you know that is what it is it's a sci-fi or the hunger games if you understand the hunger games and the different areas that you had and who you were fighting for and paying tribute to whatever i, I didn't really get into hunger, hunger games maybe i should the hunger games are what the 15 minute city philosophy is all about Everything you need is in that little circle. Everything is within 15 minutes of your home. 15 minutes, not driving, 15 minutes of walking. I should have said that earlier. 15 minutes of walking. I'm going to finish up. I'm going to finish up my notes talking about food storage, but first I just wanted to say again, Thank you very much. This is show number 81. I, I said 80 earlier. Uh, this is show number 81. And I, I can't begin to tell you how grateful I am for everybody who listens, who comments on, on, on my post, who shoots me messages just saying, hey, heard the show, really appreciate you know the, the content that you bring, whatever it is. I, I am so grateful. I am I I love doing this. I love doing the research. I love making sure that the the people who are listening, who you guys that are listening are getting correct information. What I am what I am called by by many people, conspiracy theorists being the easiest one. I don't do my research. I don't I all I do is I read headlines and I talk about headlines. There is so much shit that's out there that we could that I could just say that this headline said this and this is what's going to go on. You have to go into the article and then you have to cross-reference it and then you've got to find another source. And if I can't find that other source, I make damn sure that I tell you to. 
I have fans. And when I say fans, I mean those people who all they can do is dog you. All they can do is give you negative feedback. All they can do is call you names. Yeah, I've got those. And I appreciate them because that drives me to be better for you guys that are listening right now. Again, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, this is the you know the end of season two. This is the end of 2022, and I'm, I'm very excited for 2023. So again, thank you very much. And I cannot, I cannot, I wish I could shake everybody's hands, but thank you for listening. And uh, 2023 is going to be a kick-ass year. 2023 is going to change a lot of people's lives. And 2023 is when we get this country back on track. I need everybody who is listening to go to thepissedoffpatriots.com, get yourself 20% off your first order, and get yourself the scent of freedom. Choose from wax melts, candles, the Patriot bars to create the ultimate smell of freedom in your home. But there's more. More freedom. Get your exclusive Mr. Freedom Stick line of scents and clean cotton wipes. The Pissed Off Patriots, Christina and Nicole, find them on TikTok and Facebook as well as their website, thepissedoffpatriots.com. That's weird. The last thing that I'm going to bring up, the last thing that I'm going to bring up is food shortages. We had all of the burning of the facilities. We had all the cows that mysteriously overheated. We had all of that going on. Number one, it was controlled by the media. Media controlled fear. If it wasn't the death toll tracker at the bottom, if it wasn't the 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 tracker of the people catching COVID, it then moved to media controlled fear of showing these burning food facilities nonstop, nonstop showing these. And then we'd have all these E. coli coli, uh, breakouts. We'd have to have all of this food returned. We've got the baby formula shortage. We had beef shortage, egg shortage, milk shortage, grain shortage. We did a podcast after the local prepper talking about we only had a 10-week supply of food left. And then at the very end of that 10-week supply, that's when Russia was able to, to turn on the, the machine again and get more grain out into the system. This planet knew, the, 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 the government leaders in this world knew that we only had 10, day, 10 weeks left. We do see it. We still see it on the shelves right now. When I go grocery shopping, I can't just go buy 10, 10, 10 boxes of noodles. I can't do it because they're not there. Those noodles are not in the shelves. I have to be very selective of what I buy, and it might just be one. It might just be one. You go down, sriracha. I can't just go down and buy a bottle of sriracha. I can't go down and buy a bottle of cock sauce for my pizza. I can't I can't do it because it's not there. My vegetable prices have gone up. When I was down in Arizona, remember I talked about the eggs. The five dozen eggs were $24, $29. At least here, they're 8 to 11, depending on, on the market, right? Depending on how many is, is in the supply. $24 or $29, whatever it was in Arizona, to 8 to 11 here. Coffee creamer's gone up. Milk has gone up. 
your cheese has gone up, your beef prices have definitely gone up. Poultry, and here it's been about the same. It's been about the same. Pork has been about the same. Your steaks, though, those have gone up. Vegetable prices have gone up. The amount of fresh vegetables is not there. They're they're there. Don't get me wrong. They're there, but it's not the abundance of like what it was. So we do have that to deal with. There is a food shortage going on. That prediction did come true. I was told the stores will always have the same amount of food. Wrong. We are still dealing with it now. We still have to be selective on what we buy. We still need to meal plan differently depending on what the store has to offer. Our media kept showing all of this stuff. They kept showing business after business after business failing, closing their doors for good. Thanks to Governor Inslee and his wise prophecies, we had over 2,400 businesses, small businesses, because Inslee despises small business. 2,400 plus small businesses closed their doors forever here in Washington State. Media-controlled fear. What does that do? That makes you rely on the government even more. The second thing, government-controlled shortages. Our government was paying farmers not to grow certain things. They were paying farmers not to take their cattle into slaughter. They were paying our pig farmers to not grow, to not grow, to not produce as many pigs, as many chickens. And then an outbreak would come in. They had to start killing chickens. They had to start um, burning down facilities. The facility in Minnesota was one of the largest in this nation. It's a chicken, it's a chicken farm. That building burned down, killing thousands of chickens. They were paying farmers not to grow. Farmers whose fields were ready to be plowed. The government came in with big-ass tractors and tilled everything back into the ground. Our farmers, our government was doing that to our farmers. They were creating a diesel shortage. We, how, how many times have you heard about the railroad strike? That railroad strike is real. And that, that railroad strike right now is still there. They created a diesel shortage, driving up the cost of diesel at the truck stops. My buddy Pat, he drives a diesel. It went from $3 to $6 like that. As a trucker moving, moving produce across the country, across the region, hauling milk from the, uh, across the region, eggs across the region, cattle across the region, Alberta beef coming down into the states to be processed. That all costs, that all takes diesel to run. That all costs money. And if diesel went from $3 a gallon to $6 a gallon, 
not counting the Canadian truckers who have to pay it by the leader who was paying almost $9 to $11. All of that money takes away from profits. Which then gets passed on to the consumer who has to go to the store to buy the eggs, buy the chicken, buy the the you know the chicken breast, to buy the milk, to buy the steaks, buy the hamburger. That all got passed on, the, on to the consumer. If you create a diesel shortage, diesel prices go up. Therefore, your products now go up. Then they created a supply chain issue. COVID's a great way to create a supply chain issue when all of your shit comes in from overseas containers. Oh, we have an outbreak at the ports. I guess nobody's there to run the cranes. But then you've got the crane people, the port people, saying it's not the port issue, it's the trucker issue. We don't have enough truckers. And the trucker's like, look, we're in line waiting. We need it put on our on the chassis, these containers. There was that back and forth. I would like to know, was there really a back and forth or was that media driven? Because now you can take, now you can say the media can make it look like it's the trucker's fault. So now people can blame the truckers. People can hate on the truckers. Create division when it's the truckers who were there through the beginning of the pandemic, just like the nurses, just like our law enforcement, just like our firefighters, just like our military, who were there from day one when the pandemic one came out and and was with all of their patients, all of everything that those people were, the truck drivers were right there as well, moving your products into the store to make sure that you had enough to feed your family while you were in lockdown at home. But now they want to flip it, just like they did the nurses, just like they did the police officers, just like they did the firefighters. Now they flip the truckers that people hated the truckers. Why are they so greedy? Why are they charging more for this product to be shipped when it was a government-controlled diesel shortage? They created the supply chain issue. The next note I have, they created the weather. We know that they have weather modification processes. I really do not know anything about that. They're able to change the weather. They're able to create storms. It is done through the Air Force. I have not done my research on that. I have four question marks going create weather. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. You create a badass storm, you shut down the highways, you shut down the interstates. That's all I'm going to say about that. You hypothetically burn the competition to the ground. Let's take the largest farmer, farmland owner in America, in in the United States. Yeah, that's Bill Gates. You know, the, the computer guy, the Windows guy. Bill Gates, yeah, yeah, he's a farmer now. We'll go, go, go figure. Hypothetically, hypothetically, in air quotes, burn the competition to the ground. What's Bill Gates trying to do right now? He's trying to make everybody believe that synthetic B 
thief is the wave of the future. Who is the largest processor of synthetic meats? Uh, That's Bill Gates. What are we trying to do? When we go all the way back to number one, when I started talking about climate change and those evil those evil beef cows were 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 harming our environment, were were creating climate change. Those evil beef cows and their farts. Where do you think that comes from? Comes from Bill Gates, comes from the media, comes from these 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 elites. Well, we just can't make we just can't can't grow cows. We can't produce cows anymore. We can't we can't breed cows anymore. We can't do that stuff. We're gonna be no more cow farms. It's for the planet. It's for the greater good. Where have I heard greater good from? Oh yeah, COVID masks and vaccines. It's for the greater good. We gotta get rid of these cows for the greater good. Buy my synthetic beef that just makes me want to go throw up hypothetically burn the competition to the ground bill gates wouldn't do that (laughs) he's a stand-up guy the next thing you do is you promote the mega stores you promote these mega grocery stores these mega walmarts these mega home depots why? Number one, it kills small business. Number two, it makes sure that your campaign donors are thriving. Number three, the only place that you can find actual beef is these mega stores because they're the only ones that are going to be able to afford to buy it to be able to put it on the shelf to be able to sell for you. You kill small business. The more people who are unemployed the more people you have dependent upon the government. If you kill off small business, that means now those small business owners have to go get a job. If everything is run through a megastore, if everything is run through a government-allowed company, there's only so many jobs. That means you're dependent upon the government. A once thriving small business. Definitely not millionaires. Definitely not hundreds of thousandaires. A thriving small business means you're able to live comfortably. You're able to buy new shoes, new soccer cleats, then turn around to buy new baseball cleats. But you're not living extravagantly as a, as a small business owner. If you, have a, if you have a successful small business, you're going to live okay. But you're not a millionaire. You're not a hundred of thousands in there. I'm making up words, yes. But you're going to live pretty good. Now those people are dependent upon the government because they're not going to be able to find the jobs that are already taken while their small business was in place. Government-controlled shortages. But then what do you have to do? You have to get things on your side. You have to, once you eliminate all that stuff, you got to start promoting something. That's where these Hollywood pedophiles come into place. They're going to start promoting bugs. 
You've all seen the video of Nicole Kidman going, oh, I really love these worms. These bugs are great. They're so nutritious, and she's eating them on camera in front of us. Hollywood pedophiles telling us to eat bugs. These elites, these these people who hold themselves to a higher standard, looking down upon us saying, you peasants, you go eat those bugs. We can't have our beef. We can't have our, our spaghetti noodles. They've already eliminated all of that stuff. Our produce is super expensive. We can't, we can't go out and buy two weeks worth of groceries. We're buying small meals. Then we're not going to be able to afford that. We're going to have to resort to bugs, synthetic meat, simpler living. Broth water. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know where we would begin to to be at at that point. If we have to resort to eating bugs, synthetic meat, small, small, small portions of grass. I mean, I, I I say that in jest, but damn, that's what we're looking at. That's what they want. It's all about control. It's all about eliminating that freedom of movement. Like, like I talked about when the baby's looking outside, that toddler's looking outside going, I have a world out there to explore. This government does not want you to have those fantasies. They want you to rely on them and them only. They want you to depend on the government for food. They want you to depend on the government for money. They want you to depend on the government for housing. They want you to depend on the government to pay your bills. They want you to depend on the government for everything. Klaus Schwab has come out. You will own nothing and you'll like it. Because here's what they're going to do. I'm talking to my buddy at work the other day. And he's like, what? This, this WEF, these elites, they're just going to come in and take my house from me? No, they're not going to just take it from you. They're not just going to claim it from you. But your new tax structure will. Your new tax structure will tax you out of your own home. Your new tax structure will make it to where you cannot afford the house that you live in and you have to then sell it. Socialists love apartment buildings because it's a controlled environment. You have no freedom. You have, a, you have the owner of the apartment. Now you're going to live in it. They love it. Look in China. Look at Shanghai at the apartments there. Look what the government is able to do. They're able to put up and weld the doors shut. They're able to weld um, the fencing up against the windows so that you're not able to get out. And then they can patrol you with drones. Going all the way back to the Second Amendment. We have the Second Amendment on our side. We have guns. China does not have guns. You have a drone floating around. That's called a fucking target practice. Here in America, not in China, that thing's watching over you. I have a a video that I recorded. I believe I sent it to my daughter. I have a video on my phone of a dog walking around a parking lot as its security. 
It's a robot dog. It's here. It's in the States. It's in America right now. That is that is everyday life in, in China. Drones flying around, making sure that you're in there. You have checkpoints, check times to be at the window so that drone can make sure that mom, dad, son, daughter, grandma is in that apartment. Is it is in that apartment. Yep, verified. Boom, down to the next. And if you're not there, you get a knock on the door. That's what living in communist China is like. That is what they want in the United States of America. That is why they want the 15-minute city. It is all about total control, and it has nothing to do with the people of today. It has nothing to do with our children. It has everything to do with our children's children. It has everything to do with our children's children's children, and so on down the line. That's who they're trying to set up. These these elites have more money than they know what to do with right now. Their children are going to benefit from what they have right now. They're set. They're fine. Now the question is their children after that. That's when this this plan, that's who it's for. It's to make sure that they're going to be able to live and live comfortably and live with all of the fruits that that this world has to offer. It has nothing to do with today. These old fucks are going to die. They know it. They're going to be fine. They have all the money they need. Bill Gates, he has all the money he needs. His children are going to have all the money they need. He's going to die a pedophile. His children are going to benefit from his death. But then is the is his is those children's children? Is those children from from them gonna gonna benefit? And then so on and so forth down the line. That's what this is all for. Protecting this planet for that generation, the next generation after that, the next generation after that. Making sure that there's enough land to live. Making sure there's enough land to farm and grow. That's right right now. When I'm talking about government control, they do not even want you to plant a garden in your backyard. In California, you have to have a permit to grow a garden in your own yard. Thankfully, here in Washington State, we do not have to have that. We can grow a garden if we want to. We are able to grow whatever it is that we want to grow. California, it's illegal. You have to have a permit to cut a tree in your own yard. You do not have that freedom here in Washington State. You do. For now, you do have that ability to grow your own garden. But they do not want to. When we had when we had the first lockdown, you would go into the Home Depot. And if you wanted to buy seeds, you were not allowed to. Home Depot blocked that off. You were not able to go buy seeds. Even last year when you would go out to go to the hardware store, to wherever you would get your, your seeds from, from the lawn and garden store, they were limited. They were not there because they did not want you to plant full gardens. They do not want you to go back to the old days of you living for yourself. They want you dependent upon the government. You will own nothing 
and you will like it. That's the plan. Uh, agenda. No, I'm sorry. Event 2025. It's already been. It's already been tested. It's already been planned. My thought is, if it's agenda or if it's event 2025, it's got to happen around 2025. So we've got some time to fight back. I don't believe their set their steps are in place yet. I believe a lot of things have have to happen. I don't think the president of this country matters one bit. And we all know my thoughts on on the presidency going forward. I don't believe Joe Biden is going to finish his term. But then I don't know if it's going to matter after that. But I was wrong about the, the 2022 election. It did happen, although... January 3rd has not come into place yet when transition of power through our our House and our our Congress has not happened yet. That will happen January 3rd. So we'll see. I I believe it'll happen. I believe it'll happen. But I don't think event 2025 is not going to happen. They are ready. They are ready with the second pandemic. They're ready to start thinning the population. Because people already believe that our government, number one, would never do that. They do not believe that there is a Hollywood pedophile ring. They do not believe that there is a pedophile cabal around the world. They do not believe that there are actual world elites like the WF who want to control this world. They don't believe it. And everybody who I have just mentioned... They knew that they have these suckers already in their back pocket. That's why people like me are going to be in that concentration camp. Because the more people that we wake up is more people that are going to fight against this. And that's what they don't want. They are on a timetable right now. Their clock is running right now because they do not want my message to get out there to other people to wake up. Already, I have messages in my inbox right now of people going, Lambo, you were right. I did not think this. I think this now. You were right. I did my research on this. I can see that. Or I know of several people who did not write me. They did not say anything. But their messages have changed on their Facebooks. Their messages of what they are putting out there and different posts that they are doing, they have changed their way of thinking. They are waking up. That is what matters. That is what they don't want. Our government wants TikTok out of this country because they knew they fucked up. They knew that they did not want to have this app. And then they're like, well, we're just going to start censoring people. Well, once Twitter went down, they knew TikTok was next. They know that once they get into TikTok and they start going through those files, they're going to see the same censorship. And once they open up that door, that app is gone. So what does this government want to do? We're just going to ban TikTok from the United States. Why? Because like I have said a thousand times, I can create a video. I can create a live on TikTok. I can create a video on TikTok. A thousand people will see it within a couple minutes. If those thousand share that video, 
Now another thousand people within minutes are going to see that message. That means if Russian jets are flying across the sky, I can create a video going, holy shit, Russia is in our country. China is invading the, the coast. I, I mean, it doesn't matter the situation. That thousand, my message is going to read a thousand people in minutes. Now they can share it to another thousand and so on and so forth. And it's not going to be just me. It's going to be every other conservative content creator on that app. That is what they do not want in this country. They do not want us communicating with each other. Which is why in China, China, Chinese government has complete control over everything that goes on on that app. They have complete control over every social media app. And if you do not post something that is glorifies the communist country of China, you get docked out of your, your bank account. Your social credit score goes down. You're not now allowed to leave your apartment. I don't even know if they have actual homes over there. Probably the elites have homes. But the peasants get apartment buildings. And it's six, seven, eight people per apartment building. You will own nothing and you will like it. I had, I had a couple other things of notes. I'm not going to go over them. Connecting the dots. I might, I might actually go back when I start talking about this 15-minute city philosophy. When I start talking about this, this will be the show. This will be the show to listen to because it's going to matter of all of my shows up till this point. That's the one that's going to matter. As I'm going through today's show and I'm doing all this, all, all the talking, flapping my gums, bumping gums, freedom sick could say. It all goes into this 15-minute city philosophy. It is clear as day. It is fucking clear as day. Appreciate you listening. I appreciate, like I said earlier, this is show number 81. I appreciate you. I appreciate you following along. Please share these shows. Share this show. Share the New Year's Eve special that I have coming out. It's going to be a great show. Freedom Stick, Packing Patriot, Michael Three Rows, and myself. We do a 9-11 special. It is going to be a great show. It will be out Saturday morning, not Friday morning like my normal time slot. It will be out Saturday morning, New Year's Eve. So be looking for that. Thank you again for listening to this show. I cannot wait for 2022. I have a show for next week. So I'm going to say Merry Christmas then. If you miss it, Merry Christmas now. Enjoy the holidays. Be with your family. Make some great food. Make some great memories because in the end, that's what it's all about. Remember, Jesus Christ is the reason for the season. Being with family, making memories, and most of all, listening to a little extra Lambo podcast. Peace! Peace!